I'm Leslie Torres. And I'm Bronna Marks. And together we co-host West Coast Mix and Bounce. For all things West Coast NBA. That's right. We cover the Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, and yes, the Kings and the Suns. When there's something good to talk about. We have a new and fun episode every two weeks where we break down the craziest headlines in the NBA that pertain to the West Coast teams. We are such a niche podcast that you won't find anywhere else. I mean, two girls with experience in the field talking West Coast basketball. Um, yeah, you want to listen. This is West Coast Mix and Bounce brought to you by LAFB Network. Hey guys, welcome back to West Coast Mix and Bounce. We are testing new waters here. We have our Instagram account. Now we're on video. Now we're on StreamYard. We're just like doing it all. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to take it to the next level. But obviously we have a lot to talk about. Uh, As always, the Western Conference is booming right now. We're like on the edge of playoffs. So, so much to cover today. We're going to talk about the Lakers, the Warriors, and the Suns, because they are basically the top headlines heading into the postseason. Uh, and yeah, so Leslie, how do, how do you feel? The first team we're talking about is the Lakers. Oh Obviously, you're all LA, so. Let's start with the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to start with them, but let's just do it anyways. Let's get the ugly part out first. Get it out of the way. Get it out of the you way. You know what? Their playoff hopes are like dwindling. They're like not... I don't see any positivity coming out of them, like, unfortunately. The only positive and shining moment for the Lakers right now is LeBron James. Agree. Sure. Right? <laughs> like, I am just stunned, and I continue to be stunned all the time by how efficient of a player he is at the age he is. 37, right? 19 37. seasons. That's, like, crazy. And so... Before we even get into LeBron, let's just back it up right now. The Lakers are standing 29 and 38. They're the ninth seed. They've just had an ugly loss to the Suns. And now they're back at home tonight against the Raptors. But it's just, it's not a positive. It hasn't been a positive season. They've been injured this whole time. They've been inconsistent. Their defense is not what it used to be. No Anthony Davis, no Kendrick Nunn. They're just... Too many things happening. The only thing that's really good about this season so far has been LeBron James, and that's towards the end right now, where he had two 50-plus point games at the age of 37 on his 19th season. And it's just... So it's surreal. I did not see the one against the Warriors, but I did see the one against um, the Wizards, I think, um, a few nights ago. Yeah. Wow. He is unbelievable. To see in person, crazy. It's a, it's amazing to watch him because, you know, while I was looking up, all, of course, a lot of stats came out of this. Like, he's the first player to do this since, I believe, Kobe, MJ, and Jamal Crawford to have a game with 55-plus points and 10-plus rebounds over the age of 37. And he and Wilt are the only players to do it with multiple teams to have 50-plus point games. So he is, you know, he's that his king stats is not diminishing. He just needs help. And it's just sad because it's really just been this storyline his whole career. Like, he can mm-hmm. carry a team on his back, but, you know, obviously age adds to the fact that he's not going to have 50 points every night. But he is going to come out and do what he can, how he can. But he still needs that help. And 
you know, these wins, the one against the Warriors obviously was more of a statement win because when you think about the conference mm-hmm. and you think about the division, they're somebody that they have to watch out for as far as competition. Um, if they do end up going that far into the playoffs, they have to play uh, a juggernaut team like the Warriors. You know, looking at the Lays as far as their power rankings and, and you know, where they stand, they have the third easiest schedule coming up, but that doesn't really mean anything for them because they've already lost to a lot of teams who are ranked underneath them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, how are they going to function in a way to either one stay in that number nine spot or maybe move up a little out of the playing tournament area? <laughs> I think it's too late for them to be on. I feel like the safest spot for them is the play in now. I think they're like seven games behind the Clippers. So unless the Clippers go on a losing streak and they suddenly start to win all the games, I feel like they're going to be stuck there or they're not even going to make it into the play-in. So it's up to them at this point. But I feel like you're totally right. LeBron needs more help and he can't do it all himself. Like he literally can't. So it's just, it's crazy. Cause I mean, and then, yeah, LeBron is just something else. Like he went 56 points versus the Warriors, 19 of 31, six of 11. And then he went another 50 versus the Wizards. 18 of 25, six of nine. He's the first and only player to be the to be part of the 30 10 10 club. Yes. And it's just that's crazy. That and like how much and you're thinking, like, who why can't we help this player? Like he's doing everything by himself at this point, and like there's nobody stepping up from the Lakers, nobody. unfortunately, to be either that second to to be either like defensively there since he can't do everything. There's like no either there's no communication. I honestly I don't even know what it is at this point. I don't even. I don't know what think they they definitely don't talk. We we've been through the conversation that they do not play defense. Like defense just does no. not exist to them as a team. And you're thinking about these wins and you're thinking about LeBron putting up these points. Like mm-hmm. yes, obviously it's very difficult for him. But when your team re- relies so much on offense anyway and shooting the ball, that's just second nature. But if you're not exactly. getting back on defense, you know most of these teams that they're winning against they have to put up 120 plus 130 plus points to win and that's too much that's too much pressure on people's bodies that's too much pressure on people shooting that's why they have I think that's why they have so many injuries now because Mm, they are just putting so much pressure on one side of the court and not enough on the other side of the court and there's no balance looking at that 56 point game versus the Warriors Westbrook contributed 20 I didn't look at his shooting percentage because we all know that it varies. <laughs> Mello had 14. <laughs> Mello had 14, and everybody else was either 12 points or under. That is not enough. That's not yeah. going to work. And still, they had players from the other team. Sorry, they had Curry, who put up 30, and Moody, who put up 23, which I think was like a career high or, or season high or something like that. So they're still at the other end of the court, still letting other players go off. These are not easy wins. These are very, very hard wins. And I just don't think that's a structure that's going to get them really far. Congrats to LeBron, obviously, for holding yeah. his title and <laughs> getting his respect because he deserves all of it. I think he's second right now behind Embiid as far as scoring. And if he keeps on this tear, he can be the scoring leader for the season. And that would be the only the second time in his career that he would actually hold that title. But like I said, he 
he may get all these awards himself as an individual, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. he has to win with the team and the team is just not working. They, they're not moving pieces. They had no. no desire to let go of Westbrook for what reasons? I don't know. God bless him because apparently, <laughs> you know, fans are being really rude to him and stuff like that. And I don't think that's necessary, but at the end of the day, we know who's not picking up the slack and who is. Yeah, I think unfortunately when the whole team is like under a microscope, you have to look at every single player. LeBron yeah. can't do everything, so we already like LeBron's not there. Anthony Davis is injured mostly all the time, so we can't even put it on him. We can put it on him that he's not there for his team due to injury, right. but you know, that's in a way kind of not his fault unless he learns how to fall. Sec thirdly, okay, so who who that maybe he should left? take some lessons from Shaq. He should take no. some lessons from Shaq right. on how to fall. The right? big SP. <laughs> <laughs> it it worked. It worked for a reason. <laughs> fall on your butt, AD, not on your knees, okay? <laughs> uh, come on. You're looking like Leslie falling out there. Oh gosh. Um, so then that just leaves Russ, right? And so, right. like, yeah, Russ is gonna get some of the blame, especially if he's not if he can't get simple layups in, if he can't, we're not even, they're not even asking for like three point shooting or like nope. play defense. If you can't make a pass, play defense. Yeah. If you can't make the ball in, play defense. I feel like At least that's he has the best rebound. Yeah. Something. He has more turnovers than he is forcing turnovers. So how about, yes, there is literally so many ways that we could fix this and it's just not getting, it's not getting so, fixed. I, it's not yeah. And it goes and it goes down the line because after that maybe who's next maybe like Carmelo or Malik Monk mm-hmm. and then so at least they're I feel like they're trying to an extent and so that's to when extent. you just you just look at the different levels of trying and I feel like LeBron is like really trying and then they're like well uh, mm, that's yeah. what I think you know it does yeah. or the, at least that's how it comes off so it's just like push it yeah but, yeah I, I don't know it is I don't it know. is true because. So Again, <laughs> with with those performances from LeBron, Monk, and uh, THT, and mm-hmm. you know these other players, they do contribute. You no know, twenty fifteen plus points, but again, at the end of the day, it's not really even points at this at this point. <laughs> it's just defense. Play mm-hmm. defense. Find a man. Mm-hmm. Stick to your man. Talk on defense. You could tell when you watch them; they don't talk. They just stand mm-hmm. in there. Like maybe there's one talking on the entire team. While they're defending the ball, they get lost. They leave a lane wide open. Mm-hmm. They leave a three pointer, a three point shooter wide open. Like from, I just, it's just so frustrating to yeah. watch because you know how much potential that they have. Exactly how how better they can actually be if they actually communicated with one another and really set their mind to playing defense. And I'll yeah. say, you know, LeBron is not the best defensive player. Like that is no. a given. We all know that. So like we are not expecting LeBron to play defense. But as a whole, yeah. y'all should at least try. Like least. or like okay, LeBron's over there killing on the offensive end. Well, the least we can do is come over here and like block a ball or two or three or something <laughs> or make it yeah or make it competitive like i don't know i feel like uh, but we kind of knew this coming into the season that all the changes they've made was not going to be more like the changes were going to be made offensively instead of defensively right. and they they lost all these defensive stars that they had so i yeah. mean we kind of knew it was going to come i didn't think it was going to be this bad though yeah, I yeah, I didn't expect it to be this bad either. I feel like when we first talked about this, we were both kind of on the fence and rightfully yeah. so to us, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but it it yeah, it's just more disappointing than I think 
would have could have been yeah we were trying to be optimistic here and it's just like we'll yeah. give them the benefit of the doubt they had injuries oh yeah they need to get to know each other the chemistry and i was just like there's no excuse there's Matt no Ells. excuse at all Matt Ells. but on the no flip excuse. side you mm-hmm. have a team that is shining brightly they have clinched the first playoff spot out of all teams they have beaten every single team in the league at least once this season the suns wow yeah they have the best record in the whole nba they just finished beating the lakers do you think that they are ready to take on the playoffs and actually be like the champions this season yes for sure yes okay no doubt i have zero zero whoa okay no doubt (laughs) Not at all. Not, no. Brana is very optimistic. You are very positive on these signs. Okay, but why? I, think, I, was, I have doubt, but I want to hear why you don't. Reasonably. But I think really the first <laughs> thing is that they already been to the championship. They already Correct. played the best team in the league, the Bucks. They already learned from those mistakes. Mm-hmm. They've already gotten better. This season is already better than the last season that they had. Um, like I they beat every single team. This is the first time that they've beaten every team in the league since 2006-2007 season. Um, they An odd stat that I looked at is they have a 50% win chance when trailing by double digits, which means they, they're a comeback team. They know how to pull mm-hmm. that off as well in tough situations. Uh, they have players who step up when their top two are out. We've seen Book was just out for three games. Cam Johnson uh, stepped up and had a 38-point game. He had a game-winning shot at the buzzer. This was versus the the Knicks, granted it's the Knicks, but still when you see those big players that are out and you see these other young guys that step up, that means that they're ready. They're ready for the blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, You had campaign, he put up 16 assists, so he's kind of like a CP3 Mm -hmm. prodigy. So their leadership overall stands out and it trickles down to their youngest players, the players that don't, don't even get, you know, half a minute on the court. They are already learning what the epitome of winning looks like so that's what gives me hope you know what yes that's such a good point and i like your stat i really appreciate that 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 is so true because they can come back and if they go against any team and they have and they're being lost or they're losing by uh by double digits you have some hope that they can come back to finish off and win it and that is a good point the reason why I'm not ready to like fully be all in on the Suns just yet is that they do have a good record, but like, and they have played against and beat some teams, but like recently they couldn't beat the Heat, they couldn't beat the Grizzlies, the 76ers, right. I think. So I'm just like, mm, maybe they're not ready for like the stronger teams from the league. I don't know. I feel like, but they will be tested again because they have the 76ers on. March 27th, and they have the Jazz in April. So I feel like if they can win those two games, I will kind of be more on board. I just feel uh-huh. like they, they've they lost to a couple of better, stronger teams. And I'm just like, mm. granted, maybe their roster has been a little bit inconsistent because they had no Chris Paul, no Devin Booker. But I don't know, like, for... To beat the Lakers by so much, like, ah, everybody can do that. <laughs> no, can for you, real. 
can you beat the 76ers though can you beat the maybe like the nuggets or the jazz like you know stronger teams then right. i could fully be on board and i think they had just i woe just said that they had just signed gabriel lundberg so on a two-way contract for the rest of the season so that guess that means like they're gonna have a backup for chris paul and right. i did i'm not really into the international market but According to Woj, he is the best international free agent available in the market. So if that is the case, the Suns just got a little bit more better, a little bit more consistent, a little bit more um, just in case, you know, just in case somebody gets injured again. Yeah. So I feel like, okay, maybe I'm like not fully on board, but I'm, I'm on my way. That I'm definitely I feel on my way. like that adds fuel to the fire because that's not the only international pick that they've picked up to kind of uh mm-hmm. alleviate some of their injury issues and they pick up guys that make a difference you know so yes. whoever's working in their front office as far as lineups and and um player uh talent they they're doing the damn thing basically yeah uh, they're because, fucking smart <laughs> <laughs> seriously because we've seen plenty of other teams who pick up guys or don't pick up any guys to replace uh you know the issue and i, I feel like that importance, that mentality that we need to win regular season or not regular season, we just need to know how it feels to go on long streaks of wins is mm-hmm. important. That mindset is important because they know what it feels like, one, to lose once you once you've been so high because once again, they've seen that last year and then they've seen it throughout this season. They, they have this expectation or, you know, they're up on a pedestal because they're the Mm -hmm. league's best team. They have 54 wins. This is, you know, the best season they've had in, in a decade. So they have all these things going against them, but it seems like they're not really sweating under, under the pressure. They're not cracking. Let's see. Let's see. Hopefully they don't choke. Hopefully, hopefully. I don't know. Last oh. year was tough to watch against <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So that's why. See, that's why it's just like I think I still have that in my head because I still I had them going like so far, and they right. did end up like meeting my expectations. But I really thought they were gonna win. So I'm just like, it's kind of the same thing. Let's see if this time around it's different. Yeah. So I'm not just I'm not fully there. I'm not fully there. Another team I'm not fully there with is probably the Warriors too. <laughs> Yeah, mm, yeah, that's true. Right? Um, Or are you fully there too? I mean, on the other side of that is... um, It seems positive. Yes. You know what we just talked about is that they're adjusting because Clay is back. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is a big part of the lineup that they didn't have for a long, long time. And he's a franchise player. So obviously, the better he feels or the more well-adjusted he is the more times he's going to want the ball need the ball put the ball in the basket and that's going to take away from other guys who've been contributing and everybody has to deal with that everybody has to deal with the vibe throughout the the lineup changes but the good thing is clay seems to be getting his sea legs back so is it official can we say clay's back back no Mm -mm. (laughs) No. (laughs) i was thinking the same thing i was like (laughs) Do it consistently, then we'll talk. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. <laughs> because okay, before this, the Warriors were not winning. I think they just snapped a five-game losing streak, right? And they went like they beat the Clippers by fifteen, they beat the Nuggets by seven, and then the Bucks by thirteen. So they're on a three-game winning streak. Right. And I think yes, Clay being back is also a, uh, I think something that they're not used to. They're also not used to being without Draymond Green. 
No. So I feel like he was so, like, defensively and playmaking part of it, he was so important for them. And you can tell, like, right now that he's not playing, how much they actually do rely on Draymond. I feel like so much attention is always given to Steph Curry, his shooting, his ability to do, like, obviously like crazy things on the floor but then we don't take for i think we take for granted a little bit what draymond does so i feel like this is the perfect moment to like showcase like uh yanni green for sure and um he's been out for 31 games good news though he's gonna be back tonight against the wizards so we're gonna see all okay. three of them hopefully in action which was something we haven't seen in so long yeah, it's been <laughs> so a long and i for clay thompson i think I think I'm with you too. I'm like, I don't think he's like back back. But we had said this before. We were like, oh, when he comes back, those like practice workout videos of him not missing and shooting all those threes, you were so excited. But we were both like, well, let's just wait because it, it, we can see if it's going to translate yeah. on the floor or not. So let's just wait and see. And that's literally what happened. I think the game against the Bucks was kind of his most reminiscent of the old clay that we've seen for sure so i'm like i'm so excited to like you know have that back let it just be consistent let him prove himself for a couple more games and then we can just be like he's back the the big three is back in golden state so we can see how that goes but um uh, i mean they, i'm like i was looking at their schedule and it is kind of easy they do have a pretty easy schedule but I, I am excited to see them play against the Celtics, the Suns, and the Hawks. I just want to see how they match up against those teams. Right. No, that, that makes sense. They're mm -hmm. at number six right now in the power ranking. So their upcoming schedule is kind of a mix. It's not hard nor easy. Mm -hmm. uh, but you did mention they have a three-game winning streak. And that's a turnaround from a five-game skid. So mm -hmm. you also have to take into consideration that they lost to several teams in a row, four games, on the road against uh, Minnesota, Dallas, the Lakers, and Denver. Um, but then they came back in and won against uh, LA, the Clippers, I believe, Denver, and then the Bucks. So they kind of turned it around, but that five games in a row, that's not going to get you through the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Five losses, that's a sweep yeah. right there. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, so for them to come back uh, and win against the Clippers, Jackie Moon made an appearance. First off, I'm sorry to say, I did not know who Jackie Moon was until he came on that court and everybody made a big deal of it. And apparently Clay like loves him. He like got him through his dark time during his injury. And that's great because apparently that also helped them win. So if he needs to make a God bless Will Flarrell and all that he does, if he needs to come back and make another appearance to make them happy again, just go ahead and do it. <laughs> I was like, who is Jackie? I'm like, Are, is this not Will Ferrell? I was I'm so confused. I'm so glad that I was not. Obviously, I did my, yeah, I'm like, I obviously after I did my research, I was like, oh, okay. But I'm just like, yeah. wait, why are they calling, like, he looks exactly like Will Ferrell. I was why like, I don't is get it, it such a big thing? It's yeah, I did not understand it. Listen, you know what? We just had to be. We just had to be podcast friends because we were both on the same page. We were lost. It's it's totally fine. <laughs> but um, but don't come for us. Clay had twenty points, uh, and then Poole put up twenty off the bench. Wiggins had a double double. Curry had fifteen points. So I think one of the things is odd is that Curry one Curry and Clay obviously have been on the worst like shooting record in years yeah. that they've played, which is not surprising just because of what has 
transpired over the last mm -hmm. few years. And I think also what you said about Draymond Green is super important because he's a facilitator. He may not be a scorer, but he he's kind of almost like a CP3 on the court. Like he's mm -hmm. there to just help open the floor, give some energy, With defense, <laughs> play defense, mm -hmm. <laughs> very important. Yeah. And I think Steph is low-key missing. Like he loves his splash brother, but I think he's missing his green brother as well. He made everything so easy for him on the floor. And now it's just like, ah, Damn, I gotta work for my shot. <laughs> exactly. Like, who's mm -hmm. gonna pass to me? It's not gonna be Draymond every time. Like, it's gonna be somebody different. I think that's also been throwing him off that people haven't really for sure. noticed that connection that they have on the floor and how that affects how well Curry's shooting because he's he, I mean, he could go a game and put him nine points, and they they may or may not win, but we all understand that his impact definitely needs to be more. So, for example, yeah. when they won against Denver, uh, he dropped 34 points and he had nine rebounds. So that was a slight, that was an mm -hmm. easy win for them. But if he's not going in every day or every game and, and doing that, then they're probably going to have something like a five-game skid. Uh, like you said, the Bucks win was definitely the most important, obviously for Clay with his 38 points. He went mm -hmm. 15 of 24. He had eight three-pointers. And this is the second 30-point game that he's had in his return so it does give me hope that he's definitely getting his sea legs back but i mean two years off is not going to heal it's, it's not going to oh yeah in 90 days it's just that's just not how it works we all can be lebron right <laughs> i mean he i feel like he's I, I was gonna say but the well, few times he has like he's kind of like gotten back quickly to but it hasn't been that serious. And anyways, let's not even compare it to LeBron. You're right. Let me. Right. We're gonna edit this part out. Take it back. I take it back. I can. I can say and know when I'm wrong. I take it back. Okay. Not comparable. I mean, but yeah. Like Kobe? I, no. He, just kidding. I would say honestly closer to that than right. To Le, just because LeBron just he's on another level of strength and like he rarely gets injured. Like we said. Mm -hmm. uh, Superhuman. Very. Superhuman. But big ups to Clay, and I think that also adds some compassion and camaraderie and hope for the rest of the team because Steve Kerr, mm -hmm. he said, you know, that was a relief to kind of see him go out there and play so hard and, and score so many mm -hmm. points against a really good team. You know, it's, it's enlightening because obviously – Clay is his worst critic, and he wants to be that Clay again right now immediately. Yeah. And it's not going to happen overnight. He may have these small spurts here and there, but it's not going to happen overnight. And that's okay. He's human. They're still yeah. in a good spot as far as playoffs and postseason goes. They still have, what is it, at least a dozen games or so left. So there's April, still, yeah. yeah, so there's still time to continue to heal and get through that yes. process. That's true. That's true. I did I did write that down in my notes that I feel like once they have all three of them together, they can actually put themselves to the test to see how they're going to compare in the last in the last couple of games, well, in the last bunch of games at the season and to see if they're ready for playoffs. And if they just continue to get more consistent and more better, like uh, then definitely should the rest of the league should be scared because if Clay was not ready before, and he's ready now. Yeah. What a time to get ready, April. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so we're going. We're getting close. We're getting close to the. I know. To the playoffs. end right now. Ah. Who are you most excited to see in the playoffs? The, the Suns. The War. Oh, sh go ahead. Sh I didn't even have to give you options. Who are you most excited? 
the Suns. <laughs> the Suns. <laughs> Honestly, I, yeah. Okay, so obviously, I feel like for our division, who are you most excited for? And then who outside of our division are you more excited for? Believe it or not, I am excited to see the Clippers in the playoffs. Interesting. I hope they keep it up because I just want to see like what the young players can actually do because I don't feel like Kawhi is going to come back. No. I don't know. But there's some mystery to that. So I want to see like if they pull off a playoff run, will Kawhi kind of like be ready? Will Paul George be ready? So those are kind of, I mean, I guess for me, more narrative kind of side of the information. Like I want to see who's ready. I want to see how they play. I really like Reggie Jackson. I like how he plays. He's solid. Luke Kenner, too. Like, his threes have been threeing, (laughs) if that's even a thing. But, uh, like, you know, I want to see them in the playoff position, playoff run. Uh, That's about it. Like, I don't think they're going to go far. I just want to see how they match up against other teams. Yeah. Without Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah, I I wish Paul George would at least come back, you know, postseason. I don't even know if they gave him um an expected a timetable. Yeah, yeah, to to come back to at least have one of their big stars in would be nice because obviously the season would be completely different if they had their their stars. See, but in. that's why I'm more interested in the Clippers because they have like basically quote unquote like no stars. With right. the Warriors, you have, you know, their whole big three. With the, um, the Suns, you have Chris Paul. You have a Devin Booker. With, mm-hmm. oh, those, oh, yeah. So those are the only ones. So I'm like, oh, let's just see how far they go just being themselves. Like underdog kind of story. So right. I'm excited just to see that. I don't okay. think they're going to win. I don't think they're going to be like a championship comp- competing team. So don't, right. don't misquote me. <laughs> <laughs> No misquoting here. No, no judgment. Like, I don't want to see like Le- Leslie's a Clippers fan. Like after this, I am not. I'm just like here for the fun players, the I'm great players. And thank you, Brana. I don't want this to ruin our friendship. No, never <laughs> that. Okay, okay, so thanks. who outside of our division are you? Are you most excited Ooh. to see? Uh, see, this is this is um, this is why I'm a good fan because I I'm, I like I like basketball. Remember right. that, okay? I do want to see the Celtics. Oh gosh, Jason Tatum is so good. I'm sorry, oh, I know. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. That's that's <laughs> I, totally reasonable. That's totally right. Reasonable. That's why I really want to see. Also, the Heat. I feel like they're no, not the Heat. I take it back. Um, yeah, the Celtics. I know, I know. I feel I'm like sorry, the guys. Heat have been cruising. Like they're number one in the East right now, but I don't know. Like their team doesn't give me number one in the East vibes. Like I would mm-hmm. take the 76ers or the Bucks Ooh. or the Bulls, honestly. Nets, Nets, yeah. Yeah, the Nets are eight right now. <laughs> Still, I would like to see more of them. I would like to see Kyrie play consistently we all probably yes. would <laughs> but we know the complications solely based yeah issue. solely based on basketball i think we all would love to see him play yeah right okay like i yeah i think outside of our division eastern conference most mm-hmm. excited to see you know i'm, I'm kind of disappointed in the hawks and the hornets i feel like their young squads could have picked it up a yeah. little bit more um this year I have a coworker who's like he's an obsessive 76ers fan, so it makes me mm. kind of want to like eh, like not go for them <laughs> just because I don't want to hear it no more. 
Philly fans are so obnoxious. Okay. Are I'm they really? Yes. So obnoxious. Right. Don't um, tell us no names or anything, but what's like, what, why? I need to know, like, what's so, so well, I don't first, do the same thing. So first off with the Ben Simmons situation, you know, there was like a oh, love, yeah, yeah, toxic yeah. relationship with that. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, we want him to stay, but just kidding. We don't want to win the state. Just kidding. We want to light his jersey on fire. Just like, it yeah. was just a mess. It was just so chaotic. And it's just kind of like, you know, Philly, they have a winning mentality, but they haven't won consistently in a while. So it's mm-hmm. just that back and forth. Like if they lose, it's like, oh, they suck. And if they win, it's like, oh, they're great. And it's just like, mm-hmm. that is so unhealthy. <laughs> I see that. I see that. Maybe because I don't have a lot of 76ers fan friends. Right. So I can definitely see that. Yeah. I would say that, the Bulls. That was crazy. My, my number one outside of Western Conference would be the Bulls. Um, you know what? That's a good one, too. Yeah, I, I love how they're playing. I love Demar used to play for the Spurs, and I used to cover the Spurs. So, and he's just an mm-hmm. overall good guy. Like Coach Pop is now the winningest team, the winningest coach in NBA history. So, definitely like a lot of sentimental connection for for like the Bulls and how they're playing. And then Lonzo, obviously LA native. So, yes, yeah. Caruso. I would love to see him go back. Yeah, so that's true. That's true. Yeah, so a little bit of connections. I like your other than the Suns, though, uh, I'm a Jaw fan all the way around. So if Jaw Ooh. won the championship, I would just go get a Jaw jersey immediately. It, it was already on my to-do he list. He is <laughs> impressive. Let me so, tell you, he is so impressive. He is so fast. So yeah. much control. I, I did notice, like, when I watched him play a couple times, he has so much control, like, in the paint and while he's going up that a lot of players don't have, and that's why they miss so much. And he mm-hmm. for, for his age to being so young, to have that much control, crazy. Otherworldly. Of like mm-hmm. the plays that was, I'm like, does this man have like how jets? does he not lose the ball, right? Yeah. Does he have jets in his feet, or does he have and the thing is he's not he's not built like you know uh, a muscular mm-hmm. player like a like a Giannis or like a Zion, mm-hmm. but he is mm-hmm. powerful. He is so powerful, and that's what gets me right. like every time. And they're Excited. only I think eight games behind the suns or something like that which yeah. is a lot but it's also not a lot you know so yeah especially when it comes to the playoffs like the anybody can win at that point especially when they're so close so ooh, exactly. that that would be i am excited to see them too actually there's so many great players i think there's so many great players and you just want to see them all and want to see them all win and succeed right it's a good yeah. it's a good season that's, <laughs> i'm that's excited what... i'm excited for me <laughs> That's what happens when you're just a, like a lover of basketball. It's like you want everybody to just do well and be healthy. Yes, exactly. Like if if it was up to anybody, it'd be everybody's healthy, everybody plays to their best potential, and yeah. then you go off you go off based on that. But of course, we don't live in a perfect world, so that's not gonna happen. But no. we can dream, and we can go ahead and support the players that are pretty good. <laughs> pretty have- awesome. Yeah, injuries have definitely been a big deal since COVID because, like, players have to sit out for long periods mm-hmm. of time and they can't work out, and then that transfers over to how they play in the game. So the game has been different. It just mm-hmm. It's just naturally been different, but we're starting slowly to get back to the normal pace of things. So to yes. see what the postseason – I feel like this postseason is only going to foreshadow how much better the league is and the players can get overall, honestly. I totally agree. I totally agree. 
So I think we covered all our topics, right? We did. We did Lakers, Suns, Warriors. So if you guys like what you heard and want to hear more, go ahead and follow us on all your podcast streaming apps. So you can do us on iTunes, on Spotify. We also have IG, so you can follow us at West Coast. Well, actually, what is it? WCMB Podcast. Underscore. Podcast. podcast there we go <laughs> so you guys can follow us there too where we post our beautiful faces and um nba content relating to our division so you can go ahead and do that but um i think that's all we have for the show today thank you so much for listening or watching and then we'll see you guys next time 